Welcome back. No means nerds. No means nobodies. No means know-it-alls. No means no podcast for the last two months. Sorry. That's right. No means no podcast for the last two months. Good one. This is the no means no thing. No means nothing. Podcast. The podcast where three absolute, complete, and utter fucking imbeciles try their hardest to figure out what the very best no means no song is of all time. Of course, spoilers, there isn't one. I am one of your hosts, Jordan. I'm Matthew. Hello. I'm Michelle. Hey. Hey. Y'all. You've probably you've probably forgotten our names. You've forgotten all yeah. about us. You forgot yeah. this podcast fucking existed because we I mean we didn't disappear off the face of the earth, but we've been gone. It's been it's our winter break. There's been a lot of no means no social stuff because of the dead Bob tour and everything yes. like that. And people mm. coming into town and so many new listeners. And um, I've been going out to shows again and, uh, you know, talking about what I do. No, I'm not a musician, but I do this thing. And uh, they uh, I think we've, we've gained a lot of new listeners. And I've had to say to people, hey, don't start with the most recent one. That's don't right. start with the first one. Maybe dip in in the middle somewhere because, yeah, it's it, it's a good interview, but it's not going to make any sense to you. So uh, that's right. Our Last one was a, a wonderful interview with our w- wonderful um, guests to Canada and um, the uh, editors and producers of the um, Polish translation of uh, the No Means No book, Obscurity to Oblivion, from Obscurity to Oblivion, which I am not going to try and pronounce in Polish. <laughs> um, although it'd probably be amusing to hear me try. Um Try, anyway, try this is going to be more of a, a, you know, an actual episode uh, according to our regular pattern. Um, so if you're listening for the first time, hello. Um, Stop. Go back. Uh, yeah. yeah go Turn back. around. <laughs> <laughs> well, be like, be like Andy's friend. I forget your name. I think I figured it out because you just joined the Facebook group after that. But Andy, not our, not band Andy, but Andy, I think Andy McAuliffe, forget his last name. Sorry, Andy, who's on the who's on the Facebook group who mm-hmm. had converted his good friend to be a no means no fanatic and who then went and binged the first 20 episodes of our podcast. Oh, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So that's what you want to do. You want to go back and binge the shit out of that early shit and then catch up with us here, which means you'll get to this episode in about three months, probably. So hello oh, from the future. Uh, but for the rest of you idiots who've been following us for God knows why. And have been waiting for us. There's been plenty to do. You've all, first of all, elephant in the room. You've all read the book, or you all, most of you have the book. Many oh, of you, yeah. some of you. Maybe some and if you people, don't, we're not intending to be like mean or anything. And we're no. sorry that you don't have it yet. No. Yeah, some people uh, are just getting it now. I, it does appear. I, I can't say this for sure, but there's been. I, I seem to piece together that it could be that the first edition may be sold out, which is not. A bad thing, certainly not for Jason and PM Press, but I bet it would also mean that there'd be a second printing. So there's no way this will remain unavailable for those that this has been unavailable for. I can't imagine. I have no inside knowledge on that front, but that would be my hope. In any event, if you can get your hands on a copy, do, because it's fucking hey, phenomenal. We should mention that that there's, what, what the fuck date was it? Was it February 7th? I wrote it down. There's going to be a book signing in Vancouver. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. There's, there's one in Victoria yeah. as well. Like yeah, and books? I think, and and is it both of those? I think John will be there, and then there's so the other February seventh is Vancouver, and there's a book release also of the um, oh, what's that other band? 
Mud Honey? Mud Honey. Yeah, it's yes. a book about Mud yeah, Honey, yeah, and yeah. a yeah. member of Mud Honey is going to be there. And, That's great. Um, I think uh, Nardwar is uh, facilitating. Yes. Nice. Uh, and Neptune, Neptune Records in the, uh, the Vancouver one, which I believe Doesn't is just the, the day better. before or after yeah. the Victoria date, which is at Bowen Books. And uh, Jason has been saying uh, it is free, but uh, sign up to get your, your admission ticket anyway, because uh, it may sell out even though things are not selling. Uh, right. They can only um, they have the a capacity. certain capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And Dead It'd Bob like is the back. Cabbage is... Patch Dolls yeah, frenzy. No shit. That's gonna, what's going to happen. If if you're in the U.S., it's the new Stanley Cup frenzy. Whatever the fuck <laughs> oh, that is. God. Well, actually, <laughs> thinking back to, to those Cabbage Patch Dolls, I was having a discussion with uh, somebody recently about the, the the tendency of '80s toys to to smell like stuff. Like there's the, the strawberry shortcakes and Stinkor okay. from 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 He-Man, and oh, then yeah. the. Um, Cabbage Patch Doll's head smelled like baby powder, but it also, I, I saw, I don't have siblings, but I did see uh, siblings that would just <laughs> grab the feet of their Cabbage Patch Doll and wail their, their sibling with that hard head on the other end. Oh, yeah. Just oh. like the, the morning star flail. Uh, oh, shit's from oh, Legends. God. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> How did Legends. we get on this subject? I don't know, but but more importantly, Dead Bob is yeah. back on the road, or will be soon. Yeah. They're heading right. out. They're heading out across the <laughs> the prairies of Canada. Not yet announced the North Coast uh, Northwest tour, but I'm anxiously awaiting. We've been promised, uh, so I'm just going to keep waiting. Uh, although I'm, as you guessed it, you know it, tired of waiting. But I can right. All right. Well. As, as we do on the show, you may remember, we're going to play a little game called The Power of Positive Drinking. What have I got? I've got some whiskey. This is my second whiskey of the night because it's been a two-whiskey night, folks. So fuck that. I'm down to clown, and it tastes <laughs> nice and good. Uh, Michelle, what are you drinking? I've got my Genius Cup, and I'm going to have a couple of non-alcoholics. Here's a non-alcoholic Guinness. Ooh, but I still love that sound. That still has the widget in there. It still sounds like the same kind of pool. Still gives me the ASMR yep. vibes. You know that yeah. bass line after the beginning of the song, Widget, where it goes... Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What? It sounds like the pouring of the Guinness. Oh, maybe that's where he got it from. Yeah. All right, Matthew, how about your fine self? God, well, I've got, uh, I've got this. Uh, it's a soft drink from Portugal. Uh, the the brand name is, is uh, Sumol. And uh, there's actually no means no related story to do with this because I saw oh, it, course. even though it was passion fruit flavor that is my favorite. Um, our friend, and uh, even though I don't think he listens to the podcast, but long-term no means no friend, Jean from Lisbon, Portugal. Um, oh, yes. He uh, was on his way. He was coming out to Vancouver to see um, no means no and, uh, and Ford pier. And sadly he missed the Ford pier part because we stayed too long at dinner. But in any case, he, um, I had been asking him about, I love this sumo stuff. And he actually went to the, um, the bottling plant or manufactory wherever in or near Lisbon, um, to Get try and here. obtain a t-shirt for me of this soft drink that I like. So he actually went in there. He says he, he was like banging on this weird, you know, warehouse door. <laughs> like the people are like, what, what do you want? And he's like, do you guys have t-shirts for sale? And he's like, uh, no, wait a minute. Uh, I think we have some stuff from a trade show a little yeah, while ago. So, um, so yeah, he got, he got this shirt that was way too small for me, but, um, my, my wife, Lisa wore it, uh, nice. out until it had giant oh, holes wow. in it. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so nice. I have pineapple, pineapple sumol. Cheers. 
Jean. Cheers. Oh, that's a cool Prost, story, guys. Dude. It's been a while since yeah. we've tipped our glasses back yeah. on the show. So, listeners, you do the same at home. Tip your glasses. Teddy, I hope you're out for a walk. I hope your, bu- your buddy's got a nice drink in his hand. Yep. You know where to drink anywhere you want. Toilet, couch, just not the car. Unless it's one of Don't these. Don't drink from the toilet it. either. Drink on it, well, maybe, but not from it. Not, go, not from it, but on it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> or if you're a dog, if you're Teddy, drink from the toilet. I don't, I'm not going to judge you. Listen, it's I'm nice not here to cold. judge. I'm not going to yuck your yum. So listen, folks. Fuck. Not only are we back. Not only are we back. We have a. I mean, this is top shelf shit tonight. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. Oh. Yep. We've got four songs that. It's one of those nights where you're like, no, none of these are going, right? We're just going to talk about them. Right, right. We're not right. going to throw aside this conceit of, oh, we're going to only pick one now. Bullshit. There's too many good songs. None of them can go. But that's not true. Unfortunately, some songs yep. are going to have to go. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yep. F- fuck. Fuck this and fuck that. <laughs> fuck this and fuck that. Don't like it. Don't like this nope. at all. Don't like um, it. As a matter of fact, nope. anyway. No, sir. Uh, but, so I guess without any further preamble. Because I, I don't have anything else to say here about that. We're going to dive into our first pairing. Whew, oh, boy. Okay, so Uh-oh. our first pairing tonight is Mary off of 0 plus 2 equals 1 from 1991. Now, Mary famously Decided. won out against 0 plus 2 equals 1 in episode 23, mm-hmm. which was a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Now, don't fear. Zero plus two equals one and got brought back in with People's Choice, including all of us voting it back in ourselves because there's no fucking way that song wouldn't be in round two. It right. hasn't come up yet. Anyway. That was the hardest one on me, I think. that was. The, oh, that, that was, was awful. Like, that was yeah. awful. That was awful. Yeah. Awful all around. Just horrible. So well, we brought and, back and, zero plus two equals one in the People's Choice round. That's right. Fairly yep. handily. It's, and it's, it's going up tonight mm. against somebody's. Off of You Kill Me, 1985, mm. and also Live and Cuddly, 91. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing with Some Bodies. Some Bodies did not get a fair shake. It was left out of the terrible machine in round one. It never went up against a song. This is somebody's first appearance on the podcast, period. End of You're story. 100% sure of this. 100% sure. We even talked about this in our People's Choice episode when I said, fucking, we did not have this song in, and so we just said immediate... You know, it's bringing it back into this round. So I'm sorry, somebody's. You've got a hard pull. You came against a kaiju, but you are also a kaiju. This is a battle of Kong versus Godzilla, as far as I'm concerned. This is some fucked up shit. <laughs> and unfortunately, based on previous uh, uh, ordering, I have to go first with this dumb bullshit. So we hadn't talked about order, guys, but uh, it's me, Michelle, Matthew. And then for the second round, Matthew takes the
So, um, so if you remember, dear listeners, we do things a little differently than we did in round one. We have the first topic round where we're comparing and contrasting, talking about lyrics, performance, et cetera, et cetera. And then we do a round two, talking about how representative the song is of No Means No, et cetera, et cetera. I won't bore you with all that. Compare and contrast these songs. Jesus Christ. Okay, it's, first of all, both Andy Air songs, so there's that going for them in terms of similarities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very different songs. One is clearly a Rob channeled mm. joint. Like joint, yes. It's it's one of Rob's, like, the ones he pulled from the the fifth dimension straight down into this world. Right. And the other is a brilliant work that I believe, if I'm th- remembering back to the book right, was the first one that Andy brought to the band that he had written. Oh. Pretty sure that's right. And I also thought I'd read in the book that it was that Andy felt like it was one of his best guitar lines. And I could not find that today when I looked. So I could just be completely making that up. But it's a fucking banger song and an absolute fucking gem. These are both Mm. super, super top shelf. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone remember. No, no, you don't. Probably don't. I do. I remember very vividly talking about Mary before. I lost my shit. There was a crab involved. I got all pissed <laughs> and twee about it. The crab's back. Here it comes. There's the crab. <laughs> and, and, and I and I and I and I got thrown off my game because I care about this song so much. This is probably used to be. Michelle knows she. When we started this podcast, she was sure this was my number one song. Yeah, it's moved yep, off that I list. was. I but sure was. It sure is up there. Maybe it's number mm-hmm. two. I don't know. It all sounds, the more I do this podcast, it seems dumb to rank anything, but Mary's right. up there for me. You know, I, I get, I actually now feel like I understand more having interface way more with fans on the message boards and just hearing people's opinions. There are some people who don't necessarily hold the Rob epics as highly as, as some of the rest of us, or as I do for me personally, they, I I remember one comment. I don't remember who it was. I think it was on the regular, not the regular, but the other no means no group on Facebook, the so right we're wrong group where someone was really kind of casting shade on the Rob epics as if they're self-indulgent and things like that. I can get that. Totally get it. Well, I can, I can understand where they're coming from. I don't feel that at all. Like this, that element of no means no to me has always from the beginning cut right to the core. I, yeah. I really, it really fucking speaks to me. Yes, this song is repetitive. Is it as acrobatic as some other songs in the sense of mixing it up a lot? No, it's got like three portions. They repeat over and over. It drives that same bass line in over and over. It's a little variation. But it, that's not at all true. This is one of those songs where the repetitive nature for me get so deeply into my nervous system, so deeply into my body's rhythms that every part of me gets taken over by the song. Rob absolutely channels something and channels a passion. And yes, the lyrics to this are amazing. I'll talk about it in a second. But this is another one of those songs for me where you don't actually have to listen to the words for what Rob is communicating to reach you. The passion with which he sings, the quality Mm -hmm. of his singing, the quality of his voice, his modulation, the 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 way the, the intention and, and feeling he puts behind everything communicates as much as the actual words themselves. Yep. So I think even those people who don't carefully listen to the words on this song That's are still going to get the feeling of it. Exactly. Right. This yeah. is one of those where you don't. It really communicates it on every 
every level of this song. And when I was listening to it this way, or this way, this time, I kept having this vision of of the two, the two parts of the song where, you know, it starts off with the, with the, it's not the chorus, the more that it's not even the bridge, but you know, it's the more upbeat part. It's not, this doesn't sound as dark. It's almost like I'm floating on my back on the water, just sort of enjoying the feeling of buoyancy. And it's this buoyant sound. And then this giant fist comes and just pushes your face under the water and makes you attend (laughs) to what's down there. Just my mind is buried. Just this, this, this force that comes at you that is undeniable. And it just vacillates between the two. It lets you up to breathe. And then he shoves your head right fucking down under the water again. And just makes you stare at it. And then of course there's that middle section where everything comes back down and he really lets you breathe and really lets you listen before he just bursts right back fucking into it and the most power all three of them in one of the most powerful refrains that this band has ever put forward that ending section both lyrically uh, in the in in rob's passion in the way that john is playing the drums and the way that andy is texturing the guitar and the way that rob is fucking pounding that bass line Mm. is fucking incredible i i on the it ride is. home tonight from dropping my kid off somewhere, listen to this four times in succession. I was mm-hmm. like, yep, again, yep, again. Yeah, let, it doesn't again. get old. It yep, fucking again. does not get old. It is, it is magnificent. And the power of the repetition is important. It's, it's, yeah. this is, you know, Matthew, you brought up the idea of a dikir before that the, 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 the kind of Sufic ritual of, of drone and dance. That's what this is for me. It's something very powerful. And, I've always felt this song was important. I suspect it was important to Rob. And I want to read a little bit from the book because I think I, 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 I'm not going to say I feel vindicated by this, but I feel like this is something I felt. So I'm glad to hear him say it. Rob says, over the course of my songwriting in No Means No, the three touchstones are Mama's Little Boy, Mary, and Faceless May. If you want to know what I was about, those are the ones. It's something to do with the feminine. It's something to do with that link to everything. It's very contradictory. You'll find those songs have both heartfelt heartfelt, and dreadful aspects about them. So fucking true. They yeah. really, those three songs have a through line, right? Mm-hmm. And they're at the beginning, middle, and end of the band's career. Yeah. When, we, when we talked to John, he, he said, uh, you know, here's a little thought experiment. Um, why are these three songs the same song? It wasn't, the, it wasn't those songs, though. Wasn't, it wasn't it? these ones? No, no. There were. There's. Oh. He was talking musically. I don't think lyrically. We'll go oh, back oh, and look. Oh. But it wasn't those songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it was them. But all right. I'm gonna. I'll go back and look. But I don't think Mary yeah. was one of them. I would. I, I would recognize shit. that. But let me, let me, let's go back and look. I could be wrong. I'm not gonna yeah. put a stake in that. But um, right. there. So obviously, Rob in the Rob oeuvre, in mm-hmm. his oeuvre, and we're gonna li- hear another one of them. I won't say what it is net later. That's on the different side of this. He can often dive into what's. What what's uh, you know the Slade side, the dark aspect of one's nature, but really interrogate it in a really thoughtful, humanistic way. This song is not that. This song is something that points to the other. This song is that thing that, yes, there may be a strain of uh, ecstatic nihilism in No Means No to some degree, but at least with Rob, there was this sense I get from these songs where he stands in front of and recognizes something so fucking huge beyond himself that you just can't contend with 
with our ordinary human being. You you can't mm. contend with it, but you can stand God, in so awe deep. in front of it and let it just overtake you. And yeah. this song is like opening up that channel within and letting that force come through, right? And there's as he mentions in that quote, there's a reason the song is called Mary. There's a reason why he asks Mary to pray. There's a reason he screams Mary at the end. It's a feminine force, as it was in Mama's Little Boy, as it is in Faceless May. It's this other non-masculine, this you know, great nature, as it were, that's just outside of ourselves. And the passion with which he accesses that, and the passion with which he sings that, the passion with which he, with which he refers to the smallest things on the earth, the crabs, the mice, being the 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 inheritors of the voice of that magnificent fo- force that's beyond and behind everything that that has no truck with our fucking crosses and our fucking stones and the buildings we build or the words we call it has no truck with any of that shit it stands above and beyond all of that and Outside of all the brilliant little lyrical references that are in this, and there are many, and I'm sure Matthew really pulled out a lot of those last time. He probably will again this time. It's the the raw connection with that force and that voice that has always spoken to me about that song. There's something so true and authentic with how he stands in front of it, contends with that magnificence and violence and beauty and the sublime, the literal sublime, which is a word that means both terrible and beautiful at the same time. That's what this song is. This song is sublime. It holds Hmm. both things at once with a power that I'm sorry. I can't convince you this song is good. If you don't like this song, that's fine. But I absolutely (laughs) cannot imagine hearing the song and not being moved. I can't. It's so like fucking insanely powerful. Yeah, it's apocalyptic in the true sense of the word. A, A contention and a moment of utter and change. Apocalypse doesn't mean the end of something. Apocalypse means the complete overwhelming of one order by another. And that's what this song is. It's standing and hearing and being assaulted in this beautiful way by another order. And Rob was standing right there in the middle of it, channeling that all for us. And I'm so fucking grateful for this song. It is so cathartic to me. Every single time I he hear, he might it. as well be nude when he sings it. It's, it's he that, is in a way, right? Well, like it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a spiritual nudeness, yeah. right? Like it's this spiritual nudeness, and and yet it's so artful. It's so artful that the yep. the the nuance of the way he plays with the the that baseline, which come on, that fucking baseline, oh is my one god, for the ages. Yeah, the nuance with which Andy textures it, and where that te- how that texturing grows. We talked about it before, but the. Uh, the the where he's playing up above the 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 neck and it's just a you know like when it gets really quiet oh, I he's think playing he's that doing super harmonics high. on that it no yeah, it could be harmonics har- but har- I thought harmonics. maybe it was playing it but yeah it well, could be it, harmonics it could be, could but be. whatever it is it's beautiful yeah. and yep. precise mm-hmm. and Subtle. gorgeous mm-hmm. before I talked about this a little earlier before that absolute onslaught that's just full on yep. Mm-hmm. Just the full force of the fucking universe. Little chromatics are the uh, like the, the the sparkling off the dew that's that right. forms on the wreckage afterwards. That's right. That's right. Yep. And and it's um, I mean I I I'm gonna pivot now to some bodies a little bit because I I could talk about the song forever. I really could and just go round and round and round about it. I just want to say it 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 makes me feel in the one of the most right. deepest ways. It makes mm-hmm. me feel. I feel like this is very authentic authentic record of something that that rob felt 
and he yeah. did very well at at, yep. at crystallizing it mm-hmm. with almost no art with no artifice between it and us. Well, can um, I just interject something that yeah, this is something that occurred to me? Um, you were talking about the sublime. Um, and it just made me realize something that I kind of think about this song. I, I definitely feel that it you know comes from without some, some other thing, but okay. The, the sublime is an adjective. Um, to sublime is also a verb in mm. chemistry. It is the, 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 right. the change, the changing of state <laughs> from solid to gas or from gas to solid without the intervening liquid. So it is a, it's a, huh. um, you know, trans transmutation yep. from, uh, w- without like it seems totally uncanny, which is kind yeah. of an interesting uh, thing to to think about. I don't know whether there's any, yeah. No, I mean I that totally fits. Appreciate- that yeah. totally fits a hundred fucking percent. Yeah. No, yeah. that's uh, that's I mean that's a great description of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like something that just pa- it, it passes the ordinary state. It goes from the unconscious directly to the supraconscious without and passing through my without normal state. the expected. Yeah. You, without you, the expected. Yeah. Yeah. It goes um, outside the expected. A hundred percent. I mean. I have so many memories of lying on my floor in in my first college apartment, lights off, with yeah. this just cranked and just mm-hmm. fucking in good times and bad, right? And it was just right, it would be right. a catharsis for me. And I played this song for so many people, and many of them really, it really touched them. Even if I didn't make them fans of the band, this was one where, in the right circumstance, if I knew the time was right, mm-hmm. I could play this for someone. They'd be like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> Like Jesus yeah, and Christ! Anybody who thinks it's repetitious, they're just not. And I don't. I'm not. I'm putting words in people's mouths, listening. right? But people but, have often said that their bass lines are repetitious, but they're not. Yeah. And even if it is, there's a purpose there, right? Like that's Fine to me the variation thing. Like, within within the repetition, it's the variation, and that repetition puts me in another state. Yeah, there's exactly. a reason that religions yes. and all there's a reason it's chants meditative. and mantras are a thing. Yep. It takes yep. you deeper into yourself and and can connect you with something Absolutely. that doesn't get yeah. stuck in the discursive mind where oh mm-hmm. I want to follow this cool bass line or this prog no. bit. It's like no. It settles in more deeply so that something Eat else it. reaches out. Something else yeah. makes contact because I don't, and, and not everyone could do that. Not every repetition is going to work like that. But when it's connected to something so true and it's that much of a live wire, a yep, real circuit, yep. it's fucking magic. And this song is magic. Yeah. Now, to pivot yeah. a minute, somebody's also fucking incredible, this song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, what? We must have talked about somebody's. We did. Because I remember talking about the fucking... I think we did. But I could not find any record of it. But I can't find a record of it anywhere. Because I remember talking about the sound. And Andy wrote to us about how that sound at the beginning of the of the recording was from that little tabletop arcade game that was out in front oh, of the studio. Oh, yes, that's he right. He wrote it us about that. goddamn game. Oh, You're right. Fuck. But I can't find a record of it. I went through everything I could find. I could find no record of it. Do you want me to see if we can... F- I, I, can I got all my notes here. I can figure out what it was. Yeah, you see if you can find it. But anyway, right. that's brilliant, and it's great to know now. I, I remember waxing poetical about how I fe- it fe- sounded like a... Uh, a, uh, a trapped insect or something like that. And that was one of those proofs later, like, my ears full of shit. It was a video game. <laughs> like, it a, but it still sounds like that. It still sounds like something <laughs> yeah. straining to get released. I, right. First of all, I love, I think game. both of these versions of the song that are out there are fucking genius, right? I yep. absolutely adore the live and cuddly version of this. It Ooh, is there's, so... There's the original mix, too. I know there's the original mix, which I haven't heard, so I can't speak ah, to that. Okay, That's Rob singing, isn't it? I think? No, no, but he's sped oh, up in not? a weird way. <laughs> oh, okay. But... um. 
the live and cuddly version is amazing. First of all, because it's got that Im- initial part with Andy banter, which is we're so fucking lucky to have that mm-hmm. like solidified. It all <laughs> it, it just would have been a, a a mythos for me for years had I had we not had that you know artifact <laughs> to go back to and say, oh look, here's he, this is why Andy was such a good frontman, and he fucking was. That that's incredible, yeah. and that that fucking dentist drill guitar line is just like talk about repetition this is the kind of repetition that's like oh fuck i'm hearing the cia talking through my fillings like jesus christ this is getting so deep into my head and while mary and this is like two things no means so does very well mary is talking about something very large and outside of ourselves somebody's talks about something so deeply fundamental to the human condition in a way that's deeply funny and brilliant, right? Mm -hmm. Like this urge. Isolated within your own body. That's right. This need to connect with other bodies and yet the need to connect with another body as an object, right? Like this is really that feeling of I need a body, right? And then of course, but I want your soul. I want your, you know, (laughs) give me your mind, give me your soul and all the rest. One of the funniest bits I fucking always love this is that um, when you get a body, you get it all. Like Rob's <laughs> little interjection like is so fucking great. <laughs> it's it is, and and Rob's voice in this is so fucking great. But it is, God, it Andy is, is just what a front man, what a singer, oh what a God, fucking lead it. man. I, Jesus Christ, the delivery in this song is lunatic. so what a lunatic. It is so <laughs> so good, and the guitar part is so fucking good in this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything about this song musically is just top, top shelf. No means no. One of the best on that on that album. And it's it's oh, my God, it's so fucking good on 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 uh, Live and Cuddly. Absolutely love it. And I think that they are so witty and so good at getting to the core of the human condition, what it means to be a being in a body and how fucking much you just want to fuck fuck everything right especially when you're young i think there's a lot in that you know it is sex mad that early album has a lot about being a body and shit like that and well they were younger and probably really contending with that shit a lot more but they deal with it so smartly and with such humor and in a way such grace because they're so crass that you can't help but be charmed by it it's so fucking good uh and the music in the song is just it's outrageous. It's so, so fucking good. The wordplay is so good. And I just the highlight for me is Andy's delivery in this. I think he's just... No doubt. It's so, so good. Andy is so on fire on all of the songs on this album that he sings on. And this is one of his best. And I love yep, the guitar yep. part in this. And I love that, you know, just the the overpressing dentist drill of that guitar riff is just <laughs> fucking insane and klaxon yes it is a klaxon and it's unmistakable right you hear half a second of that and you know exactly what this song is and you could sing the rest of it you know all the way through if you're you're a fan of this band you absolutely know it so i think you know favorite bits in both these songs i mean i think in Mary, one of the parts that always, I love everything about that song. So the whole song is my favorite part. But the part where he <laughs> breaks, the part where he breaks rhythm to say, of God and death and you, you. the way that that plays with the background rhythms is so yeah. powerful. But then also later when he drops everything down, there's still such a subtle, beautiful intensity to his voice that carries as he gets quieter and is talking to Mary before the explosion. It's just fucking genius. 
there's nothing I don't like about that song. I have no quibbles. I don't have any quibbles with uh, with some bodies either. I think some bodies is also a perfect song. Uh, and my favorite bits of that are, uh, I think Andy's guitar solo in the middle is fucking yep, genius. Yep. And just the nature of the, uh, the nature of the main guitar riff, the dentist drill riff and how it comes back again and again at just the right times. And yet then, uh, so seamlessly goes into, uh, 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 breaks off to go with the bass and Andy just goes into texture mode, right? Like it's, yep. I mean, that's what we get for Andy guitar solos is that and that guitar solo in the middle. And they're so fucking good. It's insane. It's insane that this is the same band that did these yeah. two songs. They're so, I mean, they're of a piece, but they're so different and on such different ends of the spectrum. Absolute top shelf works. Genius. Genius. Both of them. Michelle, I'm done. Is it my turn? For okay. Turn. I found my paper. We did, we put somebody's against and that's sad. Did we? Let me find that sad. I, I swear to God, that's what's on the back of my paper. No, I believe huh. you. So, well, I'm, if, if I pulled out my paper correctly, I'd put one song on one side and one on the other. So, and that said was against Yeah, there it is. Somebody's. And I swear to God, I searched for this earlier and it did not come up in my search. Well, and which is. one? And which one won? <laughs> and that's sad. No. And that sad one. And it was me and Matthew serious? against you. Well, fucking yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Weird. Weird. <sighs> so, boys. Matthew, we, we had a plan for this, and I don't think we can have that plan anymore. Because <laughs> it was no. actually. Oh, bummer. Oh, now I'm bummed. We'll talk about that when voting comes around. Okay. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah so I, uh, revisionist history. Somebody's got brought back in because we thought we'd kick because we thought we hadn't brought it in, but it snuck back in because it we fucked up. We, yeah. we double fucked up. Anyway, I'm glad it's back because it's a fucking banger. Yeah, it's a fucking banger. So Michelle, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. All right. So the beginning of Mary, that Johnny Cool count off, and the immediate funk groove feel, like you on 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 the water there. I liked that. It's the pin. It's the pinnacle part of the song that is prominent throughout the whole thing is this half step. I've said it before when we talked mm-hmm. about it, that half step that ends and sometimes starts Doodle. the beginning, end of each. Yes, that's what this whole song is is around, that yes. thing. And yes, and, and I did say that it was a shark, and that's the theme for Jaws was a half step, but still it's so, everybody knows that sound. It's mm-hmm. It's menacing, it's creepy, but it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, so the, the half step and it, 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 the song showcases what you can do with that and how just those two simple notes can give you just a mindful of just gloom and upsetness. I, 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 don't, I don't know. The riff in the verses is one of their most colossal ones ever. Like you were talking about, Jordan. Like that, that is just such good riff writing and and I'll, I'll never get tired of hearing it and i never think of it as a repeat it's, it's i just want to hear it over and over again it's so thunderous and heavy john's drumming is closely mirroring both the guitar and the bass part too that helps deliver the whole heaviness of the song i especially like andy's subtle guitar parts mm-hmm. and how he slightly changes the timbre and the playing of the main of the main riff like we were talking about with a with a little like things that he does with it and he's just never playing the same thing twice 
it's it's incredible. This song is very intimate to me, and I know that the mm. lyrics fit extremely well with the music. But like you were saying, Jordan, I'm not a lyrics person, but the way Rob's delivering a man, right? I, I I know what he's saying. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you feel I, it. I, 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 yeah. Uh, somebody's holy shit andy my god he immediately starts this with an urgency both in his voice and the guitar and it's glorious Ooh. the music in this is just outrageously cool and just like mary it includes a serious groove john yes. has loads of drum gymnastics that are a tight weave along with the music and rob gets a few lines in there that are perfect for his voice and lay down the two gem in this whole thing though is andy with the way he sings this we can't talk about this song without citing the live and, cub and cuddly version. It one-ups the original. I, it I does. Think. I agree. I, I, you, I agree. You, it's you, my preferred version. Yeah. Yeah. I, you, you can't think you could get any better than the original, but it's so it's so funny. And Same cool. guy. Yep. 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 The guitar like, solo yeah. in this is, is fantastic, too. And the whole song has excited urgency. And I think Mary has some... Uh, vibes of urgency in places too not not the overall whole song but it has it in places the ending of somebody's with that build-up is superb songwriting and, yes. and intensity mary and somebody's it's really difficult to pick between the two neither of them is coming across as a wimp both of them are articulate pieces that fully represent 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 the band and what they can deliver uh, oh, one, one other thing. Both songs feature undeniably strong vocal deliveries. That's one of yes. the things that's that's both similar yes. about uh, similar about them both because they're they're not they're not uh, they're not half-assing the vocal delivery at all. Nope. Nope. Yep. Yeah, man. These are fucking top shelf. All right, mm -hmm. Matthew. Yeah, it really is pretty funk. Funk versus funk. Um, yeah. They, bo they they both have yeah. a groove. Um, but yeah. they, they do entirely different things. And, and like, again, so many of the, the these songs um, really have a set of synesthetic or cinematic, synesthetic and cinematic yes. quality <laughs> yeah. for me, um, where I almost vividly hallucinate. And um, Mary definitely has a, you know, clearly a religious kind of thing going on, or at least um, some ineffable quality coming from somewhere else. I think he just sort of pulled it in. Um, and, and yeah, I mean the contrast in it, the fundamental contrast between the sort of dancey funky part, it's almost silly. And then the absolutely stark, dark wall of the rest of it, mm -hmm. the contrasted, uh, it, it wouldn't work for so many other different kinds of songs, I don't think, because it is right. Silly, but I mean, maybe, you know, re religious ecstasy or faith is silly too. It is. It's just sort of like, we, you know, like, Oh, this is what makes me feel better. Well, Hello. Wee. And it gives you, it gives you a little room to breathe too. It's yeah. almost like they're being kind by going like, okay, take a breath. More's coming, but just fucking hold on here to have a breath. Yeah. I mean, um, it's so ominous and dark versus yep. kind of bouncy. And it is, um, 
maybe that is out of the vacillation of, of uh, faith, like two, two sides of the same mm. coin. Um, lyrically, some of my favorite lines, absolutely some of my favorite absolutely. lines in uh, any No Mizo song. I think it is uh, Rob at his pinnacle of lyrical height was lyrical and, you know, proficiency, I think, was was probably on zero plus two equals one for me. I mean, Jesus, the fact that this and zero plus two equals one are on the same album is just insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some bodies, I mean, it's simpler, but, um, again, profound in a different way. Um, uh, the, um, how the music sort of fits the, uh, the the lyrics and everything like that. I sort of talked a little bit about that with that fundamental contrast in, um, some bodies, I feel like it's more, uh, linked somehow. It's not quite so separate. Um, there's this funky sort of dancey thing going on but then there's also this really lurching quality of uh sort of like you know you're you're michael jackson in thriller zombies <laughs> like occasionally they're really really clunky movements but then they do something really um f- fun and rhythmic but there there's some quality i think you know andy must have this is a song of like profound um disconnection disaffection a disillusionment maybe wanting to connect with things but not being able mm-hmm. to still feeling ice feeling isolated when he's up on stage yep. and um there are qualities where and in, in the lyrics i also think that pack ad has some really clever lyrics and they talk about the sort of loss of differentiation um of the crowd it's just sort of like this this moving mm. mass of meat um and, you know, I think that that is this observation that is um, these lyrics from within somebody observing that, wanting to connect with it, feeling connected to it, being separate from it, wanting to be one with it all at the same time and finding that really confusing. Um, I, I think, you know, there's there are certain qualities of Mary that are um, that are similar. You know, this is a being unable to connect with something. Um and uh, I, I think in in Mary, it is something really fundamental, really, really powerful. But then it's hard to know what the power dynamic is. And maybe that's what Rob was talking about with with Mary, um, that there is this other force. He's addressing whatever it is in the song is addressing Mary, something else. But is it's time to pray, Mary. It's telling Mary to do something. But then at the same time, absolutely. Um, disconnected from whatever mary is and i recognize some things and i don't remember forgive me if i remember repeating myself it's been a while ago and i remember i I really dug into this one the last time but uh the i I think it's pretty hard not to see this as um some connection with with christianity clearly um yes am i am a number am i a name that's the 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 tetragrammaton this w y yep. yahweh the uh, name the name of god uh, yep. w h y h or y h w h um and then the end the end of Oku on you i really do think it's like the end of nature the end of animism but also the end of religion maybe like i am the last i'm the last figure before everything ends or before it began you know, something similar isn't going to be sought again um it's an otherworldly song to me um yeah yep yeah uh, and you know the 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 talk i'm 
below the sea, you know, the crabs crawl on me, the mice crawl on me. Um, you know, those are especially crabs. They, they eat the dead. Um, is this a dead God? They eat, um, the mice, they sort of live on and in things that they eat. Um, you know, Aww. back in the Middle Ages, before they understood how things worked, they thought that mice sprung directly from filth without actually being, um, you know, That's a right. mammal and generating, uh, you know, from other mice. They just would spring <laughs> up from from filth and dirt. Wow. So. Um, That's cute. <laughs> yeah. So is, is this a dead God? Is it the last God? Is it an address to something outside and more powerful that quintessential feminine that, uh, that he's, he's talking about? Is it um, a fundamental disconnection? Like I'm at the end of this. I'm the last what's next. Is there going to be anything next? If there's, if I'm the last, there is no next. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, my favorite bits of this song I love John playing on the open hats in the last part of the song. Uh, it's like it's it's so tight, and then it's starting to come apart and become a little looser. Yeah, yeah. A little bit more, not not degenerate, but to gen- <laughs> the, the the rhythm and the tightness is beginning to come unstuck. A exactly bit towards the end. Yeah. yeah. It's exhausted. Um, it's exhausted. It's, it's they exhausted. let themselves it's be exhausted at the end, right? <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it's beautiful because that's how you feel after listening to the end of the song. It lets you yep. be exhausted along with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good point. Some bodies, it kind of does something a little bit similar. It's it's like they're exhausted, but they're still going. Yeah. Um, it just <laughs> song is relentlessly just <laughs> yeah. can't can't stop, won't stop. Um, <laughs> I am I am that yeah undifferentiated meat automaton. Um, I am I am the fleshy golem <laughs> that's just going to keep going. I am composed of other bodies and am one body and want another body. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just sort of going in circles here, but uh, I think both of these songs that do way. that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess that's all I'll say for now. All right. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. oh, I agree with you. My oh, yeah. favorite thing, my highlights of some bodies is all the weird sounds that sound yeah. at the beginning that, that I can't even right. begin yeah. to make that. It's from a video game. <laughs> it's from a video end, game. Like, but to me, yeah. it sounds like some, tentacle of like some sea serpent just like reaching yeah. in it's like or like um, a fucking bug that just like escaped its cage and it's like a, a, a cicada or something yeah. that's just yeah it's fucking <laughs> nuts and um i love the um there's an extra kick hit um that just is, it's just a little bit bouncier like do, 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 boom, boom. um i can't even it's oh no i think i know what you're this, talking about it's in the second to last bar before the bridge or before the end segment um and i love that um yeah this i love the yeah the disaffection i've certainly felt that way at shows and everything like that maybe um you know being a young dude in victoria uh I, one of those ones that connects me to Victoria and going to shows in Victoria and being mm. um, a, a weirdo in Victoria. Uh, some bodies is definitely um, significant, significant to me. Um, low lights of either of these songs, really nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I dare yeah. you. They're not long think... enough. They could go on more. <laughs> there could be more. I, I think in, in any other song, I think the the particular contrast of the, the dark versus the dancey in Murray 
I would criticize that in, in a lot of other songs, but I can't imagine how it would be any different. It's, right. it's just so, so perfect the way it is. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it is fully formed. Um, it yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, to, to carry off on that a little bit, to go into my round two, the, one of the things I love about Mary is that it deals with those uh, antonyms and contradictions so well, well, right? Like he talks about, yes, buried at the bottom of the sea, but he also flies above the bats and the birds. It's something mm. that's beyond what is lowest and beyond what is highest. It's always beyond what we can conceive of as humans as being the lowest point or the highest point. It's something outside of that. It's the, the last. The sublime and the sublimated. Exactly. It's the last because it's outside of any conception we can have of it. It's not something that's going to, you know, I, to me, I love the, I love playing with the word, the last and realizing it's not just, I am the last, meaning I'm the one that's at the end, but I am the last, meaning the thing that lasts, the thing that's always extant, regardless oh, of your yeah. conceptions of it. It's underneath everything, always everywhere. And you've done your best to try to contend with it, to name mm. it, to call it a word, to say it's in the trees, to say it's here, to fucking march to the crosses and worship this. But I'm just underneath all of that. I'm before it and I'm after it. And fuck you. And yeah, yeah Mary, it's time to pray. And then I'm going to fuck your shit. Like as soon <laughs> as I'm gentle, then I'm just going to come oh, down with God. the full fury of... You know, like, listen, in the Old Testament and shit like that, angels were scary as fuck. Like, anybody who yeah. really witnessed the divine... A bunch of fucked. eyes and spinning rings and shit? Fuck and that, people man. were afraid. Anytime they talk about seeing <laughs> angels, it was like, and I was fucking scared as shit. Like, confronting the real... Divinity outside of the divinity is not for pussies. Is not what like say. they were super super <laughs> sick or high or starving. Or exactly. Like and so, Rob Rob is, is contending with something pussies. even beyond that. Rob is contending with what's beyond that, beyond what mm -hmm. we can know. So are these songs representative of No Means No as a whole? Absolutely both yes. of these songs are in different ways, like in different poles, but they are pinnacles of the oeuvre of this, right? And we've got a Rob song. We've got an Andy song. We've got yep. this channeled masterpiece from beyond. We've got this beautifully crafted, fucking performed uh, exploration of a deep part of human nature. Uh, of uh, uh, you know, as you guys both talked about, Matthew talked about this this you know being trapped in this in this uh, golem of flesh, wanting connection, not being able to connect. They're both dealing with such fundamental different aspects of being a being in this world, but be dealing with them so eloquently. I would say Mary is on that side where the humor is absent because it has no place. And right. somebody's is deeply enmeshed in the humor because it's needed mm -hmm. for the topic. Right. Yeah. So they put humor where it's needed and they leave it absent where it would, where it would get in the way. They know when to use it. It's right. not a crutch. It's there. They, 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 right. they're fucking masters at knowing what is right for the piece and what needs to be, yeah. what needs to be yeah. used. The tools used in both of these songs are perfect. They know mm -hmm. exactly what they're doing. They pull exactly the right tools out of the box and they put them to the exactly the right use. And that's what's so fucking incredible about this band. Fight me. Mm. I don't care. Like no, there's just you're, you're not. nothing is wrong with how they're at the top of their game. Andy is flawless in his performance. It's yeah. a pinnacle of his performance. Rob yep. is flawless in his performance. It's a mm -hmm. pinnacle of his performances. Yeah, both of these are definitely high points for both of them singing. A hundred percent. Totally. A hundred percent. Um I mean, they're just, they're a genius. Would I introduce newbies mm. to No Means No using these songs? I have. I certainly Mary and I, some bodies I would too. I think that they both work in their own way. Um, 
Mary's the one I've used more often than not, for sure. But I think somebody's is eclectic enough, but not mm-hmm. off-putting, that you could play it for someone and that they would really enjoy it. I don't. Eesh, I don't shake your ass to it. So you could shake your ass to it. It's pretty fucking funky. Yeah. Um. So hmm. yeah, I don't know, but there. I mean, both of these songs are. It, 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 these would be easy pulls to say that they're pinnacles of the oeuvre, right? Like, yes, these are. Yeah. You want to yeah. know what no means no is put. And actually, I think these two songs together, together, right? As saying like, here's what no means no can be. It can be this. It can be yeah. this. Yeah. Look at the fucking genius. How different is this? And yet you can tell it's the same band, but there it's the 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 space between is so huge, and what connects them is so deep. It's astounding. It's astounding. Yep. What a great pull in a way. I mean, I fucking hate it, but mm-hmm. what a great pull because two two brilliant pieces of work so i guess that's my round two michelle what about your round you know what michelle needs to do a pass because i don't think i did the second part and i don't think i can top with the fuck well just just no just say what what do you think are they representative as a whole yes absolutely jesus Yeah. why yeah because what you just said (laughs) i can't cheat no come on i don't think i wrote it if i didn't write it down i can't do it speak from your heart grasshopper that's right. I'm not going to put you on this. Or if your heart isn't no, available, speak of and, and as a ma- as a matter of fact, like as, <laughs> that's true. As a matter no, of fact, I, you actually I, did yeah. say some of that shit in your round one. Like you yeah, were talking I, about I, the I, Uber I think and stuff I don't like think that. maybe I drew a line where I should have saved it for round one. That's all right. I, I fucked up, but that's yes, right. they're both re- representative of Christ, and I yeah. can't top what the fuck you just what, said. But what about newbies? What, like, how do you feel about that one? What would you in terms oh, of introducing for newbies? Yeah. Here's the thing: I would do the exact opposite because of just. The style I like. I yeah. would play somebody's because I think when you shove music in front of somebody's face, if if you want them to get all serious and, and heady and be like, wow, this is really good, you either got to be high or or or, or you got to be sitting down and in the right mind yeah. space 100%. to hear And that's when like I've that. done it. That's when I've done it for sure. I'll yeah. be clear. That's when I've introduced this song to people so yeah. they've been high or been like, okay, everyone shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're listening to this right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and, Whereas somebody's like, you could cut, put on more and just be like, hey, "Oh, yeah, this? Th- that's yeah. that's what I'm saying." I would yeah. put on no, somebody's before I would put on Mary no because lies. you gotta you gotta work your way to Mary. It, it's like Pink Floyd. I, I, you can't. I don't know. It's yeah. You, you gotta be sitting down and we're ready. Yeah, you can't start but with the great. Somebody's guy. you can you gotta, just be like, check yeah. this shit out. You know that. Yeah. That that kind of thing. I hear you. How about you? I just had another thing to say about the last. I I just, I wish that that, you know, bracketed subtitle for Mary would be, you know, a little more well known. It was Mary. It's actually not Mary. It's Mary the last. last. And um, I, I thought about, I think I said this last time that the last is, and you were talking about tools. The last is a foot shaped thing that you stretch the leather around to make a shoe. Oh, nice. And what I kind of like about that is that I don't know why they call it the last. I'm sure that it has nothing to do with anything. Because it kicks your ass with a shoe. (laughs) But um, what, you know, a lot of force is put into that that thing Mm -hmm. to stretch it into a particular shape. And the shape stays, but the last goes. And all that's left is an absence. And yet the last has continual, has, has... Shoe after shoe after shoe stretched yeah. over it, and yet it remains, and yet it's okay. the shape that right. everything now, else is. Now, in. now yeah, it's we getting a little. Over, I love that. That's what I fucking. <laughs> and shoes. So, so, sorry, Andy Kerr. I know we just fucking totally <laughs> lost you. You just went to sleep, but 
<laughs> Whatever. Shoes. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, all right. See, see, this is this is yeah. Like um, Andy once described. I, I think you you were the Kirk and Michelle You're was the, the bones and I'm the Spock. Yeah. Kind I was of the thing. bones. So, yeah. You know, like I, I thought about not... you know, you know yeah. no means no. Rob is Rob is the head. And John is the heart. And then you'd want to say one is the hands, but John is also the hands, and, <laughs> and, and Andy is the ass. <laughs> shaking what? the ass shaking yeah, exactly the ass <laughs> yeah he shakes that ass man yeah he exactly. gets your ass okay. shaking he's the All boogeyman right. yeah um so yeah uh, mary i would say is uh, <laughs> extremely Christ. representative in terms of the- themes and in terms of <laughs> playing uh and in terms of them all playing together um both of i would say both of them are very both of these songs are very representative um very different yep. feels and very different um but in terms of you know big scary themes versus you know kind of confusion within one's own body you know from the big to the to the very very fundamental um both totally fundamental totally representative of nomi's those themes um yep, important yep. in their their oeuvre, you know like um okay um somebody's is on um live and cuddly so it's interesting yep. that you know it's all their early stuff all the andy albums um and there aren't i never really noticed before but there's no mama songs on Lamp and Cuddly. So, oh, and that's a pretty, right. that's a pretty good um, huh. cross section of that particular period. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say you know some bodies, but it isn't one of the first songs that people mention. Um, and True. Mary, I think, should be better known as like a representative "No Means No" song, but it kind of isn't, at least in my experience. It's not one that people talk about, um, and it's not mentioned as much as as others, like "Rags and Bones" and stuff like that. But I, I actually think it's a better song, um, or just a better th- thing overall than a lot of them. Just as a musically, thematically, um, it just sort of crosses a lot of um, t- ticks a lot of boxes for me um, as an artistic. Yeah, it's like thing. The, it's like the tower and the river. Mary's in with those guys. Yeah, I yeah, think. totally. Yeah, it's like um, it's in with uh, Mama's little boy and Faceless May somehow. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, huh. <laughs> So Mary, I would say for a newbie, um, yeah, it would depend on the newbie. I'd say I would introduce a wider variety of people who were kind of uninitiated to No Means No. I'd probably introduce them to Mary before some bodies. But yeah, like you guys are saying, it would depend on the mood. It would depend on what party you were at. It would depend on what yeah, drug, yeah. what what drugs what you're dr- on. What drugs um, you're in the party it was. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like um, if you're feeling... It, hallucinogenic i'd say that's more mary as long as you're not in um kind of a dark space to begin with right. and <laughs> somebody's God. is probably just a booze booze have some <laughs> beer yeah here's a beer i want your Bears. body yeah ah god maybe <laughs> maybe not you know well, one one quick interjection on that that i just occurred to me that's a, one of my litmus tests on newbie things is um something i might start bringing in to future uh, analysis of that is I have, this is from experience, gotten more inwardly bummed when people don't connect with Mary than I would be inwardly bummed if someone didn't connect with somebody's. Like if someone bounced off somebody's, I'd be like, eh, all right. But if they didn't connect with Mary, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I see. Like, that's why you can't play. There's, there's. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard, yeah. right? Like, don't it do is that hard. Like, it, so I only played it for people I really don't cared about, which made it even worse. So anyway, sorry. Right. No, don't. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, that's all I got to say. Fuck. Now we got to vote. And now, so listen oh, to you, listeners. God. We weren't actually. We were going to pull a fast one. We weren't going to vote on this because we thought some bodies didn't get a fair shake in round one. I thought but they it, didn't. I it thought has actually got more of a fair shake than we it's thought. It's gotten a double fair shake. <laughs> yeah. It's got an extra super duper fair shake. Yeah. So Damn it's right. got to be voted, unfortunately, and I'm first. Listen, this is not easy for me um, because they're both just pinnacle, no means no. And yep. one is pinnacle Andy, one is pinnacle Rob. They're both pinnacle, no means no. They, they rest on different sides of the important scale of what this band can do. Easily they're both top five. Easily both. I don't know. I don't know about top five percent. They're both top five percent. They're yeah. both 5%, like yeah. they're both like flawless. They both yeah. do everything they're going to do perfectly. Um, so I can only vote for my subjective standpoint and what's been more important to me. Clearly, that's Mary. Mary is something yep. that for me has from the moment I heard that song and I remember the first time I heard it. Absolutely. Remember the experience of it. And most of the times after there, when I was a young man, there is something about Rob and this element of him doesn't speak to everyone. I feel fortunate in that it does speak to me fucking directly. It goes yeah. right past everything. And I love it. Sorry yep. for those that don't. I don't. I don't know why I feel the need to apologize, but I just. He's a, he's, he's a lightning rod. Him. He's channeling something. He is. Yep. And so, no so, so for me, it's Mary. I just, I just love it. But somebody's is fucking brilliant. So, mm. Michelle, what are your what's? Okay, your look, I, I, these two are very, very hard to pick one. But I am only because I think I know where this is going. I am gonna stay by my true love somebody's because i fucking love that song Excellent. i gotta give it a vote but Ma yeah mary's the shit come on i don't know that we come know on going. Let's i, I don't like says. doing this i I, I pose this you're the tiebreaker sir but i am mm. voting for somebody's see when we thought that somebody's maybe hadn't gotten a shot um but then yeah. turned out that it, it did sneak back in somehow i i can't remember anyway we were we were talking about just advanced kicking both ahead after all of this process, we um, should. but we should uh, still do that. I got to vote for Mary. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, I oh, knew you hurts. boys would I mean, do I, that. I, I'm glad because I need Mary to be yeah. in the next round. Yeah. But I don't like to see somebody's go. But then again, no. I guess we kicked it out before <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I don't uh, get that, man. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that's a hard one. But listen, the most mm. of them are going to be hard. This next one's going to be fucking hard. I'm not looking forward to that one either. No. Uh, all right. Fuck, Mary. Well, you get to pray another day. Somebody's gets to fuck off in the corner and find somebody to find a hole to yeah. stick it in. Well, it can find my hole because that's the one I, I think it did. For. I think it did. I shouldn't here's have said one, that. Here's one to the holes. <laughs> find my oh, hole. Oh, that was rough. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I'd be interested to know... <laughs> you listeners out there where you guys come down on this one because i think i think depending on where you fall in what you like about this band and this is interesting too because this is not one of the pre post andy era things right like often the line comes down to that for some people yeah but no this is yeah, all andy yeah, but this know, is pretty know, clearly yeah. a rob andy demarcation and this is why it's so hard for me because i think this is so fucking great on andy's mm -hmm. part this song is is fucking fantastic mm -hmm. anyway it, it is what it is. I stick by it. I think Matthew lost his cap. No, uh, the cap, yeah. 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 So, all right. So we have a listener submission. We are going to hear oh, from yeah. Harissa from Amsterdam. And this is wonderful uh, because I uh, actually got to meet up with uh, Harissa and Corey in Amsterdam. I, I went to Amsterdam recently 
which was fucking phenomenal. Rainy. Mm. It gets light at 8.30 in the morning and dark at 4.30 in the afternoon. So you get very little daylight but uh, and rainy and cold, but fucking beautiful. And seeing Harissa and Corey uh, at a bar was phenomenal. I Both of you, I cannot thank you enough. What a thrill. And just yeah, always to sit cool you did and that. talk to... Uh, I mean, Carissa came in like two hours on a train to, to hang out with us. What? It was, it was crazy. Oh. It was crazy. Oh, and her submission, cool. her submission is phenomenal, too. Um, I loved meeting both of you. It two was amazing. Hours. And I hope, wow. I hope I get to see you again, both of you again sometime. Um, Corey's an expat. He's from the U.S., um, so he's from the, the other hemisphere, much like, uh, much like our buddy, Andy Kerr. I did get to see Andy, which was wonderful. I got to, me and my family hung out with him a little bit the day after I hung out with Carissa and Corey. And that was magnificent as you can imagine. Uh, my son still won't stop smiling. I haven't gotten to sit and <laughs> talk to, uh, really? his musical hero, Andy Kerr. So that was beautiful. So, um, let's go ahead and, uh, sit back. Listen to a little Harissa. Uh, Matthew and Strangey, you're probably going to want to pump up your headphones a little bit because, as you know, whenever we play these, they're a little bit quiet on the recording right, here, right. and I'll pump it up in post. So let's hear it, see okay. how this sounds. Cool. Hey there, no means no it alls. This is Harissa from a teeny tiny country down under the sea. You know, hard work and honesty. Well, basically, honesty is a very polite way of them saying that we're rude as fuck. I think that's probably why No Means No has such a large fan base in the Can Netherlands. Confirm. Because they don't beat around the bush either, now do they? How I came to love and adore No Means No. Uh, we have to go back to fall 1994. I just moved to Groningen where I started my studies in history. And I already had some friends living there and who were working at Vera's. And one of them oh, told me, oh you know, there's this band going to play uh, next week. And it's they're called No Means No. You've got to go there. They're fantastic. They're really great. And I was thinking, Ooh, uh, I don't know. I don't know these guys. No Means No. Never heard of them. But, you know, if he says so, I might well check them out. Because, well, he was the guy who also introduced me to the Pixies, which I still love and adore. So I thought, okay, I'd better go. So I went. And it was the most amazing experience of my life. It really Whoa. was a high point in my life. Still is. It was the 2nd of November, 1994. So I was there, not knowing what to expect. And I was standing there front row, because I like to stand front row, just glued to the stage, you know. I've got to see what's going on. I've got to feel the spit and sweat <laughs> and just see the magic happening. I and love then it. these old guys came up i mean i was 18 i think rob was oh, about God. 40 around that time so for me they were pretty old and i thought okay what, what is this <laughs> what is going to happen here and they started playing and i was like oh my god these old guys rock this is unbelievable <laughs> and it was just this this big grin on my face was just starting to grow and grow and grow and then at one point, they were, first they were with, uh, with the three of them. I had no clue who they are, who they were. I mean, I didn't know their names. I didn't know the songs. I didn't know anything. And mm. then the guitarist, you know, with the glasses and the curly hair, he left the stage. And on came another person who set up behind another set of drums. So there they were, two drummers 
and one bass player, and then they started Red Devil. Oh, I didn't God. know, of course, that that was Red Devil. I found out afterwards. And I was just hypnotized. I was mesmerized. I was beaten on the head with a baseball bat. I mean, <laughs> this was the most amazing thing I had ever heard or seen. Red Devil just blew me right up my socks. It was amazing, 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 amazing. I was dumbfounded. And I was like, why didn't I know these guys? This is fucking amazing. I need to have all their <laughs> albums. This is just insane. So right after the show, I went to the back of the concert hall and they were selling CDs. Uh, I didn't have a, I, I couldn't buy LPs because I didn't have a record player in my teeny tiny student room. And so I looked at the CDs that were on sale and they had many CDs of Mama. I think they were promoting the reissue or something. As I remember Rob was wearing a Mama t-shirt oh. and they had Mama mm. posters up there. But, you know, Mama had Red Devil and that was the song that had stood out during this concert. So I just had to have this record. I had no clue about the other records. I didn't know anything about No Means No. So I bought Mama, all excited, went home. And the next day after class, I was going to listen to Mama. Oh, put it no. in a CD player, <laughs> all psyched up, waiting for the magic to happen. And Mama started playing. And I was like, wait, wait, what? What? This this wasn't what I was just listening to <laughs> oh, yesterday. No. Where's all the excitement? Where's the oomph? Where is the the sweat and the the edginess? And okay, basically I was quite disappointed. <laughs> oh, Mama no. is a great record. And I still listen to it quite often actually. But then I was well, disappointed. And I just couldn't believe my ears. So what was this? What was this? So I went to a record store and said, hey, I want to know me no uh, CD. What should I buy? And then I found Live and Cuddly. And I thought, okay, this is a live album. So this is probably more of the spirit that I just witnessed uh, during the concert. <laughs> yeah. And I bought it. And yes, blew me off my socks. This was exactly yeah. what I had experienced. And more because there was this other guy singing. Who was this other guy idea. It took me several years to find out that previously there was this Mr. Andy Kerr playing with No Means No. And really, if they do find this time machine, Jordan, I'm coming with you. I've got yeah, to yeah. see No Means No with Andy. I mean, that's yeah, one of my yeah. biggest regrets that I've never seen them play with Andy. But Tom's great, of course. Love Tom. Love you. Yeah. So, well, that's how my No Means No Love started. And I went on to see many No Means No shows thereafter in Vera, in Groningen. And I remember at this one concert, I don't know which one it was. Rob was talking about this on the uh, episode in which you interviewed Rob. That was great. He was saying, you know, he always wanted to crank up his bass. Uh, the sound yeah. had to be loud. Well, I can tell you, it was loud. It was too loud. Actually, oh, no. I was, again, standing right in front of the stage, first row, and just thinking, oh, my God, this sounds awful. What oh. the fuck are they doing? They sound totally out of key. I can't <laughs> bear to listen to this. This is just horrible. 
That was a huge disappointment because I was looking forward to going to see No Means No, to hear No Means No, to have fun again. And so I just put my fingers in my ears to shut it out. And then, poof, they sounded right again. The sound had gone into overdrive, I think. I don't know what they were thinking, but it was too loud. And with my fingers in my ears, it was okay. But, you know, standing front row with your fingers in your ears is kind of weird. So Tom looked at me pretty incredulously. So, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you standing there with your fingers in your ears? And I felt, you know what? He's right. I can't do this. This is just stupid. So I went back, plowed through the mosh pit and went to the toilets. Yanked out some toilet paper and stuffed Good. it in my ears and went back front row and had a time <laughs> of my life, of course. Because with the toilet paper stuck in my ears, they did something. <laughs> I know, it still looks weird jumping around with toilet paper in your ears, but well, that's what I had to do because listening to singing them that's out of great. key, that was just unbearable. And I don't know if it was at this particular concert or at a later concert. John was just being John on his drums, just giving a hell of a show. And all of a sudden, there came this drumstick flying through the sky. He was insane. And I caught it in midair. And you know what? I still Ooh. have that drumstick. Oh, nice. It's sitting on a special place in my bedroom on a shelf. And I even wrote down on the drumstick on which date I caught it. It was June 6, 1997. But you know what? Oh, wow. What's missing on that drumstick is John's autograph. So, John, if you're listening, if you come back to the Netherlands, preferably to Vera, I will bring this drumstick and I need you to sign it. Please, please, Aww. pretty please. Well, there you have it. He will. That is my story about how I came to love and adore No Means No. I haven't gone into the why I love No Means No so much. But maybe that's something for another contribution. Enjoy the rest of the show. Back to you. No means no it alls. Oh, God. No means no it alls. Oh, no. Fucking brilliant, man. Clarissa, that was so good. I, she's Jesus. like my new best bud. She's, she's so fucking cool. It was so fun yeah. to hang out with her and Corey. Oh, my God. That's what it was like the whole time. It was just oh, fantastic. Just meeting friends you feel and like yes, you've known please, your whole life. Please submit another entry about why you love the band so much. I want to hear more. That was brilliant. And I mean, listen, we love all listener submissions. I'm not going to lie. I especially love it when you record your own, because I love to hear it in your own words, but we'll take written submissions as well. And you guys have been hearing our call. We have a couple more that are in the pike ready to come down, which is great. But Matthew, why don't you, uh, since it's been months now, since we've said anything into the airwaves, why don't you make the pitch for us? (laughs) Oh, my uh okay yeah um you can give us uh an email um at uh no means nothing podcast at gmail.com um send in your submissions um we sort of uh have a little bit of an icebreaker three um what is your no means no origin story um what do they mean to you and if you have a particular anecdote uh, some meaningful story doesn't have to be meaningful it just has to be something memorable for to you um about uh experience that you had listening to no means no or have a no means no show um that's a good place to start um but you mean argue with us tell us uh what you thought <laughs> of previous shows or the choices we made or um supplemental information or uh anything um you can 
uh, write it in. Uh, please uh, let us know if you can, which one of us, if you have a preference, would you'd prefer to read it? Um, as Jordan was saying, it is uh, nice to have uh, a recording. So it's your own voice. And um, we're not uh, putting inflections where there should be no inflections. Um, and yeah, just uh, send it on in. Um, we'll read it out. We'll play it. Um, it will get played eventually. So yep. um, even though some of them came in a long time ago at this point, um, they are still in the hopper. And uh, please do not get discouraged. It just uh, takes some time to wind around, especially uh, when we take big giant uh, two, <laughs> yeah. two, two months breaks for um, artic- artistic pursuits and, and family vacations <laughs> and disgusting diseases. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. And and also, if you feel like writing us and not having something put on the podcast, but just to talk to us, we'd love that yeah. too. We'd love yeah. to hear from mm-hmm. you. We are, the buddy Corey that, we, uh, that I got to meet up with in Amsterdam, he discovered the podcast kind of late and he basically kind of was like live tweeting at us through emails as he was listening to each episode. He sent us a little like note about every episode it was fucking great oh. <laughs> it's like oh Corey just listened to another one here's his reactions to this it was oh, fucking that's great funny. fucking loved it so uh there's i a love couple it of Corey's. i think i'm getting them yeah. mixed up you there's might be yeah there's uh cory from bad wires uh he is uh from louisville right um yeah no this is yeah. cory he sent me a no means no poster uh i oh. promised him i have renovated the studio than the garage since the last time we recorded it's quite different in here now uh and i did say to, to Corey that i would be hanging uh, it is still in his package so that i wouldn't get dust all over it but i'll hang it up on one of these rotating what is it a poster of? that i built it's like what is it's, it a poster it's, of? his band with no means no uh, it's oh, like nice. a, a gig, gig poster of uh, bad Fuck wars yeah. I'm, I'm assuming it's bad wars i haven't even, I actually looked at it so um yeah there's that that's awesome um yeah, you're gonna yeah. get it laminated, Matthew. Do you think you? I will see what just... form it's in. Yeah. I may, I may, I may yeah. frame it depending on yeah. what, uh, what happens. Yeah. Oh, frame um, it too, sure. And mm-hmm. I met up with uh, Adrian, another uh, fan of the podcast. Excellent. Uh, he was in town last week. Oh, and, yeah, uh, he's cool. He was he's uh, cool. kind enough to offer me an extra ticket with his uh, group of people who came into town to see Thumposaurus. So we went to see Thumposaurus a week oh. ago today. And uh, that is a whole hell of a lot of a fun band. So go see Thumposaurus if you can see Thumposaurus. Um, they're another <laughs> band <laughs> with a great bass player. Um, great, all the players, but a really great uh, funk bass player. And the drummer is a lot of fun too. And he sets up sideways on the stage, which I nice. hope becomes more of a trend. Oh, a trend. Bands. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Huh. So, all yeah, right. Thanks. Thanks How again to Adrian that? and his, his buddies. For, Adrian uh, made yeah. the best book video, didn't he? Didn't he? Was that the guy who put it on the fucking passenger side and put his seatbelt on? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> all right. Seatbelt on it. I don't want. At least I can't put this off anymore. We got to do this round two. Jesus Christ! Yeah. All right. Oh, All right. So round two it? here. I'm going to make it. I don't have to All go right. first this time. Luckily. So again, two absolute fucking bangers. So uh, Bang. first, first up on the killing floor is kill everyone now. <laughs> off of why do they call me Mr. Happy? Rats. 1993. Now, kill everyone now. I had a really rough pull last time. I remember this was super fucking hard for me. Um, I think it was hard for all of us. So it won against the graveyard shift in mm. episode 29, oh, which oh. graveyard shifts come back in people's choice. So it's not down forever. Uh, but Michelle and me voted for kill everyone now. And Matthew voted for graveyard shift. Okay. Uh, and kill everyone now is going up against obsessed off of sex mad 1986. 
Now, Obsessed won against Try Not to Stutter in episode 16. Now, Michelle and I voted for Obsessed, and Matthew I know, but I love voted for stutter. Try Not Holy to Stutter. shit, that's such a good So, thing. yeah, again, not an easy pull no. for, for that song. So, Kill Everyone Now versus Obsessed, and I realized I didn't do this before, so hopefully I can find a way, place to put it in, but let's hear a little bit. Oh, yeah, you, you forgot that. Yeah, I always mm. make it hard for myself. Let's oh, hear a little bit of this, <laughs> okay. of these bangers mashed up. Bangers and bangers. Kill Everyone Now is pretty much like I, I think it's pretty much distilled Rob. I mean, John is distilled Rob. Nice. I mean, the drums drums that John plays are always really really great, but it, they're not super distinct. They're not. They're kind of a little bit backgrounded. The uh, guitar, which Rob is playing, is also does not distinguish is not distinguished. So it's really this is a very 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 Rob song. Maybe one of the most Rob songs. And then Obsessed, on the other hand. It sounds like it was composed on piano to me. It was. I'm not. I'm not totally positive that Andy told us it was. The, yeah, I, I forget the things that Andy said. Sadly, but um, back when yeah, I was drinking a lot more on the podcast back. Then. <laughs> um, I'm not totally certain that that's even bass in the in the album version. There's a oh, heavily, heavily, uh, heavily, heavily effects on there, or. True. True. The synth is following the bass really, really mm. closely. Oh, maybe I see so. what you mean. Yeah, I see what you yep. mean. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, you, you can go and see live in live uh, live footage, sure. and he's certainly playing it and everything like that. But it certainly doesn't always sound like it's only doesn't bass, have that same sound. Or yeah. sometimes it doesn't sound like bass at all, and it Agreed. is certainly full of effects that you do not hear on uh, Rob's bass in um, any other any other context that I can yeah. think of. Um, songwriting, yeah, I mean. Kill Everyone Now is not a complex song. Mm-mm. It's it's not lyrically complex. It's not you know conceptually complex at all, and that's the whole point. I think um, it is maybe sort of just the fundamental urge. Um, I'm lonely, so nothing else should exist. Who knows? Um, t- to me, obsessed is like a better song musically because I think they were showing off um, just cause it's not, it's more creative and the structure is more um, varied. Uh, Kill everyone now for me is very much of its time, which doesn't happen for a lot of no means no for me. It Ooh. sounds, I won't say dated, oh, but it sounds like it's from the nineties. Um. And it is, but also at the same time, it's one of the few No Means No songs that I could see them playing like an amphitheater, like a huge, huge music festival with a massive, massive crowd, (laughs) you know, bouncing and like that that driving. Um, It it sounds like a festival song, like a huge, huge, the song that they would play had they become a band with like a, you know, huge huge following not the same kind of following that they have but you know what i mean like uh yeah yeah um something like what's maybe soundgarden or nirvana became a little yeah. bit more um it, it's one of the few windows where i could sort of oh i wonder what that in in that alternate alternate universe what that would have been like um mm-hmm. and i think that maybe he was being influenced by bands of that time and that's totally cool i think certainly um you know sort of given away that he was um interested in what fake no more was doing on that album so you know who knows i don't mean that that as a as a dig in any way um but as i say mm-hmm. it sounds of its time yeah, yeah. It, it is maybe a little less timeless like you it would be difficult to identify the period that a lot of other nomies know came from. Like you wouldn't say that is a song from the eighties. That is a song from the two thousands. I don't think because it doesn't sound like anything else from the time, mm. but maybe yeah. kill everyone now. It sounds a little more like things that it was, were popular at the time. Cool. Yeah. 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 In, in 1993. Yeah. Um, the performance. Yeah. The, it is, again, it's, I, I kind of miss, it's a different thing. And I had a difficult time with this album when it came out because I wasn't, it was so different from anything that had come out before. And I still miss, I still wonder what a guitar player, an autonomous guitar player um, would have sounded like on songs like this. This is a big Rob epic, but if it had had Andy's or Tom's guitar textures, it might've been a little more, um, had a little more curiosity to it. It's pretty, leaden in a lot of ways it, because that's what he intended to do it's very very heavy Lighten, song yeah, heavy nice. repetitive yeah um, um, I like that and it is a little disjointed in some ways but it's supposed to be like that i think the whole purpose of kill everyone now is to throw you off kilter huh. and wonder what's going to come next right, um right. 
obsessed in in some ways i mean the the structure is really start and stop and you don't know what's going to come next and what you know um it's like what's it called the, not the tilt world but uh, the scrambler uh-huh. The scrambler, oh, I think yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like spinning uh, a spinning X with spinning X's on the ends. It's like a, yeah. a car- carnival ride. Right. I think oh, Obsessed is a little cool. bit like the, the scrambler to me. The scrambler, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, Kill Everyone Now, like I say, it it's not a song that I would listen to all the time. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy that lurching, uh, huge feeling that um stadium sounding quality that it has sometimes obsessed is because it's a little more concise um and it's sort of a of a similar pace all the way through it even though it does start and stop a little bit um is something i might listen to a little more frequently just simply because it's a little bit easier to it's it's in a moose bouche it's not yeah, uh, a, bush. A, a, gri- a giant, um, I don't know, mutton stew. <laughs> Something that really sticks to your ribs. Obsessed does not stick to your ribs. Uh, it is it is light and airy. And Kill Everyone Now is definitely, um, it is the, the dark, it is a stout. And uh, Obsessed yeah. is, uh, you know, fruity lager. I don't know. <laughs> fruity lager. So, um, highlights. Uh, kill everyone now. Um, Rob actually sort of approximates the Jello by Afro bleat. <laughs> I just oh. think that's really funny. He fed oh. all China. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> highlight for obsessed is my question of, of like what's going on with that bass or synth or synth bass or effect on the bass. What's going on? I, I'm really interested to know what that what that actually yeah. is because what's it's going on is a possible it's possible it's i I think it's entirely possible that that there's no bass on there at all and it's just john playing it on a keyboard maybe but i know that and they just sort of assembled it it. of course he can yeah i I found people covering it on the internet and stuff like that well there's Um, that great there's that really great recording like the super studio quality one where they've got a camera over john and they play the the, uh, mm-hmm. the Ghosts of Time cover. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. in that set, too. And that's mm. that's a, that's a Tom era. So they were playing yeah. it all the way through there. Yeah. yeah. Um, low lights. Um, some of the, the more plotting parts of Kill Everyone Now, like when serve, serve, serve. To me, it, it could be tightened up just a smidge. I don't know. Oh, no way. Really? No, okay. Disagreements. No, um, no, it's okay. It's yeah. good. And then disagree. But no, boy, I'm shaking. Oh. Just so you know, Lottie and Michelle and I are like, what? And pull, pull, the ha- pull the hammer, drop the, drop the hammer, uh, pull the trigger is, um, again, maybe it could have been had its laces tightened, tightened just a smidgen. Um, little little less repetition of that sort of stuff. Um, and then Turn them <laughs> a low light for Obsessed for me is that it's not longer. And that is... Uh, I wish they'd fleshed it out a little bit more because it's so cool, but yeah. maybe that's the purpose as well. It seems more like an interlude than a song in its own right. way. It's it seems almost like, like a, a happy bridge, bridge right? It's yeah. almost like yeah. the happy bridge or something like that. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess that is what I got to say about those two. Wow. Songs. Matthew, you killed it, man. Yeah, that's great. That was good. Matthew. I mean, uh, Michelle, what about you? The other M. <laughs> okay. M squared. Yep. M and M. All right, pull down your pants and bend over because Kill Everyone Now is here to kick you in the ass. Mm. Your bare ass. Mm. The stomp in this is Herculean and Rob kills it. 
with his brooding message. He sounds like a lowly cello for half of the song. Oh, In the nice. other, yeah, yep. In the other half, he sounds like a demented lightning strike. This song is so towering and fierce and has stages of grief mixed in with mm. calm that's mm-hmm. real and felt by everyone. About halfway into it, Rob goes full-on mental with this epic buildup that matches the shrieks he's delivering. Usually at this point, I'm I'm full-on paying attention to Rob, but goddamn, if you just step back and take the time to hone in on what John's doing. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will enjoy some massive, artful, outrageous fills that would sound half-assed if anyone else tried to do it. The Okay, Matthew, the treat is when Rob gets to the served part. I fucking, I fucking can't get that. enough of that. I can't Sir. get enough. It's, it's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's just, what did his face look like when he was doing that? It's so It was great live. Great. This song kicked ass live. I, I totally I, remember. And he would it, go off with like a weird, he would like riff with like shit. I remember when I saw him, he was talking about like, <laughs> I was talking to Jesus in my dream last night. And Jesus was telling me like he had totally different lyrics for the middle of this part. That was no shit. wild. Oh, yeah, I don't know wild. if I ever heard. I don't know if I ever was heard him this because I would have. I would have went nuts. Oh God, yes, the served part. I love it. And John, John's going insane on the bass drum and the floor toms. Right? Yeah. Matthew, it's the shit. It's full on googly eyed time, and you've never heard anything like it, and you know it. There's some super cool effects in here too, and I'm not sure if the guitar is delivering them, but I do think so. Right? Are you talking about that buzzsaw part? I fucking love that shit. No, it's it's. I I think I hear like there is guitar in this. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, yeah, it's, but it's 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 playing chords along with the with yeah. with the, with the chorus parts. Yeah, there's no stuff. soloing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, it no. doesn't it doesn't really distinguish itself all that much. Right. No, it's making right, a wall right. of noise in the background. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'm guessing the very end with the Dunkin' Donuts line is something so funny and ridiculous and so fitting. And I'm guessing a good number of us have said this plenty. Fuck yeah. This gigantic signature piece is one of their epic masterpieces, and Rob is full on. Hallelujah. Oh, wait. Do I have some more? I got a... Oh, yeah. You're talking about Obsessed. Oh, yeah. Obsessed, yes. Hot damn, this has always been one of my favorites. I think I may have mentioned this before, that I always wanted to hear an orchestra play this with John on the drums. Hell yeah. I know. Wouldn't it be sick? The bass bows would be sawing right through the instrument. And I want to see Bugs Bunny cartoons in the background, like fucked up Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah, you can think of like oboe or clarinet parts for sure. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I just, I I would love to do this. I I, I wish I could just sit down and do it. There's a computer program at school you could throw stuff into and it'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, unlike its broody and menacing contender, Obsessed is a demented pinball machine using (laughs) eyeballs as pinballs. This piece is so brilliant with its use of syncopation, accents, and crazy use of tritones and riffs that noodle all over the place. And if I recall correctly, this was the piece that John wrote on keyboards that was next to impossible for, yep. for uh, guitar and bass to play along with. And it's wonderfully outrageous to me, and I can't get enough of it. It also wouldn't. I I also wouldn't even know how to characterize this or what, mm. how, how to put it in its own box because it's, it's just so unique. 
Um, Kill Everyone Now is on the super heavy, straightforward side, and Obsessed is completely the opposite. I love that it's an instrumental, and I can't imagine how anyone can sing along to it unless they were reading another reel-to-reel manual. (laughs) It's seriously one of my favorite pieces by them, and I remember hearing it for the first time and being blown away by it. Nice. Nice. My words. So, wow, this is interesting. I think, yeah, we all have varying perspectives on this. So, yeah, Kill Everyone Now is another, yeah, it's a a Rob, you know, a, a, a Rob joint it's deep into it but this is rob full on channeling slade right like this is this is from the perspective of of that really the the isolated disaffected part of oneself and i think i'm not saying this is rob clearly this is a this is a caricature in its own way but while i guess matthew i hear what you're saying in terms of it being of its time musically i think this song is one of the more prescient and important of their songs now i think this speaks to the disaffected disillusioned nature especially of masculinity and of the more people not gluttony but the more the more the more people there and and this is very clear in the song right and this is why i think why there's a section in the middle about the how we're just as a species just fucking exponentially growing and we're going into space people will be breastfeeding in space soon because we're just <laughs> in a fucking room on earth chairman Mao fed all of china one billion that that part the one billion yeah, yeah, is yeah. so just the like donald shit it, it really just makes you realize how many fucking people there are he's really looking at you and going like there's this many people fuckers but the yeah. more people there are, the more isolated and disaffected we become, right? We're, we're so, there's so many of us that for each individual to have a connection with others almost becomes, it's the, it's the paradox of the modern age, becomes more impossible. And I think that's become even more true in the modern age as you get these people who become disaffected and only connected to this virtual self, this virtual world who, who they put forward, this, this the pathos the ridiculousness and the pathos that are held equally in these choruses of here, there is no one here where I lie here. It is empty here where I am. It's like at once so pitiful and like almost disgusting. And yet at the other hand, it's so just like, fuck, that is so sad. There's, I hold both things in there. It's so authentically dark and lonely and yet pathetic at the same time. That mm-hmm. it's 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 beautiful in that way, and the what I think most captures it now is this being so dis or, or what's so relevant now it's it's so disaffected that the choice to grab the gun and to change the channel has equal <laughs> weight. The choice of right, violence right. and the choice of entertainment has equal weight. If there's anything that more gets to the heart of like our of the of the uh, of the you know the culture of school shootings <laughs> it's like right. this nature of just how fucking isolated and disaffected someone must feel to so easily turn between entertainment and changing the channel and grabbing the handle opening the door and f- grabbing the gun and that's it the, the it's it's the humor at the end which is such a dark humor of Cock the hammer, cock the hammer. Oh, look, a Dunkin' Donuts, right? Like, <laughs> I want to fucking kill, but oh, check it out. It's yeah. a, it's like, it's so funny, but so like, 
it's pathetic. it's bri- it's bri- it's pathetic, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, brilliant yeah. in its in its encapsulation yeah. of the disaffection. But there's mm-hmm. something very authentically sad too, like that. It's like the phone call to me. That's another song about an obsessed, obsessed criminal yeah. almost, but someone who's really just mm-hmm. looking for connection. Someone who's the reason they're so disconnected is because they feel an absolute utter lack of connection. And where what what becomes of you when you feel that utter lack of connection? Kill everyone. Right. Fuck yeah. everyone. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody means anything because I have nothing. And and the reason you want to kill everyone is because what we need is that connection. And so when you have none of it, when you're at the very bottom and you have none of it, then all of it has to go. All of it has to be destroyed. And I feel like there's so much of our culture that that's where we're at. That's the moment. This really, to me, speaks to a dark, dark element of what we see now. And I think Rob way more than in the 90s is speaking to something that's become more true in our Rubs. in our world. So yes, God, musically so I think maybe wild. it's more of that time, but thematically yeah. I think it's way more of our time. I think it speaks right to this fucking moment. This is an incel anthem in its own way. And in the, the and, and not in a good way. I don't mean that. I just or, mean like right, in terms right, of how right, it how it course. gets to the yeah. <laughs> it gets to the heart, but but not in a way that's just like look at those fuckers, but really sits you in that feeling of fuck, here it is empty, here where I lie, here there is no one, here where I am. And the plaintiveness with which she's saying that and the baseline underneath, which is, yes, very simple, but it's like it can't be complex because what you're supposed to hear is Rob's yep. plaintiveness, is Rob's pathos, and also you're supposed to hate the person that's saying it while at the same time you feel pity for them. It's fucking crazy. And that middle section is just crazy. It's just, you know, like one million and all the fucking, of course, Michelle, you came to this at one point, but I think I had mentioned it before. He's got that line from The Graduate. Um, There is no future without plastic, plastic, plastic. Chairman Mao was a great cook. All of that is so, yes, that is channeling his inner jello in a way, for sure, that middle section. But it's just the, 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 vitriol and kind of humor but just darkness of that this is this is rob other than dance of the headless bourgeoisie this is rob at his darkest i think this is where Mm. rob this is his most like putting nihilism on display not in a personal way but like this is what the nihilism that human beings can be right but Mm -hmm. shows you the nihilism of uh, and and why it exists (laughs) right like because of total disconnection and disaffection it's and, almost like he's wearing a goalie mask with dumb written on the forehead or it's almost <laughs> like he's a fucking priest with a with a biker's hat on right like to me this is a mr wrong song 100 percent. this is mm-hmm. fucking the dark mr wrong authority figure like <laughs> i'm up here man this is it this is this is the darkest part of me i'm gonna fucking put it out there and i think the plotting nature of it the wall of sound the way it goes from grinding to kind of actually sort of not a lullaby, but a lulling that like the yeah, parts yeah, where yeah. it's here, it is lonely and it just lulls me into it. And then it's just mm, it cock the hammer. Just, <laughs> it soothes you. And then it's just kind of like, you know, fuck yeah. that. Fuck you. Fuck all of this. Fuck that. But you know what? Change the channel. I'm sick of the shit. It's, it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. And I think it's one of those things where everything about it is carefully placed just like it needs to. Could it have been more interesting if there would have been a different guitarist? Of course it would have. All of this would have. But I have a, I feel the opposite of you. Mr. Happy hit me at a time 
in my life for this band because I didn't know about the Andy era. And it didn't mean as much to me, the two eras at that point. It was just a continuum of the band. And this album fucking rocked my world. Like I, this absolutely mm. became my favorite when I heard it. And every song on this was like, oh, fuck, this is oh, the wow. absolute white album for me, right? In mm. terms of that. that. And in terms of albums, it still stands as my favorite of their albums, just as, mm. a, as a whole piece. Mm-hmm. Just because of the time in my life it hit and what was going on yeah, for me yeah, and all of that. And yeah. this song was very much like that. It's like, oh, fuck, what an anthem of darkness. Um, so I, I think this song is... Uh, you know, Mary was a Rob Epic. This is a different Rob Epic. This is an epic of Slade, not of the yeah. ephemeral, right? Like these are yep. these are on opposite poles of what Rob did. And now the river deals with almost in a way similar themes to this song, but in an artful way that talks about the 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 beauty of that need to connect and our inability to in a, in a way that's more ephemeral and beautiful. And this is just a raw sort of like yeah. fuck, fuck. <laughs> um and i the love river that. that which rends cleaves Rin, or separates. yeah separates exactly but i love this song for that this is this to me shows like how how he can hold pity and disgust in in the in in one hand and the other and make me feel both equally at the same time for wow. something that should wow. be that i should revile and obsessed is fucking magic. This song is magic. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I remember listening. I didn't, this is not, so I I came to this album after Wrong and after Zero Plus Two and after Live and Cuddly. Then I got Sex Man. But I remember listening to this just being like, of fucking course they can play this guy. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> of course there's this. Are you getting, f- f- fucking kidding me with this shit? It is so fun. It is such a condensed my story about the song, I think I told it before, so this is a repeat, but I had a theater teacher who used to make us, when we would do scenes, like we'd have to do scenes, of course, in theater class, she'd make you do these things called movement pieces, where you'd piece of, pick a piece of music and just do a wordless uh, distillation of what the scene was about between the characters. And I did oh. this song for oh. for a scene from Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And it was like oh, a boxing right. match yeah. where we were like yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, each other up, beating the shit out of each other <laughs> to obsessed. And it's still one of my favorite memories. And it was the wow, song was chef's kiss perfect for this, uh, for that play for sure. Cause it's the, the weird chaotic violence of it. This song is incredible. And I think Andy had said, and I think it's even in the book that they considered doing lyrics for it. And then of course just realized, no, nah, we can't. Like, I think they even maybe had some and it was like, we can't do lyrics. To this. <laughs> like, that I very remember clearly Andy saying that. Who's going to sing them? That, They're all that fucking. John, John came to this with pian- <laughs> on piano with a recording yeah. and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We can't play this. This is bullshit. Who like, could fuck even you. sing it if they we wanted can't, to. We can't play this. Busy. And then they did. And it's beautiful. And I've always felt like you did, Matthew. Like, it doesn't sound like a bass. I think it is, but I think the keyboard must be playing too. There must be a synth behind that doing something because it does not sound like a bass. It sounds, I think the bass is there and I can hear it sometimes, but there's, it's so in line with whatever the bass is doing that it makes the bass other. So either it's not mm-hmm. a bass or it transforms what the bass is doing into something. The two parts make something, make a third right, right, right. in a way that's really yeah. interesting. And mm-hmm. I mean, this just showcases their incredible creativity. It showcases John's absolute yes. brilliance yeah. as a composer fucking yep, yep. shit jesus christ yeah. it is yeah. incredible so we've had a couple brilliant rob pieces we've had a brilliant andy piece and we have a brilliant john piece right like this is mm-hmm. it's right. a great episode for showcasing the wide breadth of everything they can do in this fucking band yeah um and so i mean i can't talk about how well the lyrics fit the music and obsessed because there isn't any but i'll tell you what it's perfect that there aren't any so in that sense it's the lyrics fit it perfectly and that there aren't lyrics it doesn't need them it's 
it's it is one of those kind of interstitials in a way, but it is its own thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to like Happy Bridge, which really sits between two things. This can sit on its own in a way that I don't I don't ever think about like what came before and what came after with it. But in a, in its own way, it's I don't know. I don't know. It's it's other. It's it's other. <laughs> well, there, you know, as far as, uh, you know, that little category that we have in terms of how well the lyrics fit the music well the title certainly fits it perfectly it oh would it be, does no yeah. it would, it would be a different yep yeah. it, it it definitely that is it feels like an obsession it definitely like encapsulates mm-hmm. the name that inner I mean, it, feeling of nature of obsession it's, yeah. it's, it's not going to be called tulips in the grass no no <laughs> although that would have been funny but no yeah. it's uh yeah for 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 fucking sure um Highlights. I highlights of Kill Everyone Now. I mean, opposite of you, Matthew, the serve, serve, serve part. Much like Michelle, I fucking love oh that. That God. whole central I section. I just, I, yeah, yeah, I fucking love it. But also, the highlight for me is is the chorus. You, you're and a Rob, theater guy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And and Rob's performance <laughs> in the chorus. I really love how in this one he, like I've said before, he holds the pathos and the and the and the revulsion in equal measures, and makes me feel both through his performance again mm-hmm. through his performance it's it's magnificent Acting. yeah i'm feeling he feels it he's like yep. he's fucking doing it right like he's yeah. you know yeah he's fucking doing it um this guy doesn't again like i've said this so many times about this band and the, the lyric performance of all anyone who sings in this band they're not just singing there's so many bands that are really good but i listen to the singer and it's like you're singing in every song but i don't it doesn't feel different song to song you have a good voice but you're singing song to song these guys aren't singing in these songs. They're doing the song. They're doing the song. They're performing right. in the way the song needs. They're not just mm-hmm. singing the lyrics. They're that's, fucking that's like their own instrument. Well, it that's is an I, instrument. That's how I hear you're, it. you're right. Yep. In, like in in Killer he's certainly yep. he's he's playing a role. Yeah, he's playing a role. He's playing a role, and he does it very well. He communicates something yeah. very subtle. Yep. It's not mm-hmm. as it is dark. It's nihilistic, but there's a subtlety to it. Rob is never content. Mm-hmm. I don't think with being on one side rob is going to try to show you both sides he's going to show you the inside and the outside he's going to let you hate the person you're hearing but he's also going to make you be inside them and understand or feel what they're feeling and that's Man. what's uncomfortable and beautiful about it All right so i guess that's it for round one that's a lot to say Jesus. but i think both these songs are fucking bangers so matt round two representative yes i mean kill everyone now is an anthem of theirs, I would say. Mm. It's one one that people point one of the to. Best shirts. Yeah, indeed. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is um, scary and clever, and I think you're right that it's um, more significant today than it maybe was at the time. Um, it is uh, maybe it just became true truer. You know, I, I don't think it wasn't like it wasn't like he was. It was prophesying something and he was certainly observing something that was going on already it's become more so um i think it's yeah it's important in their in their uh, and um hmm. obsessed representative not so much it is like of their playing it absolutely it absolutely is and in terms of like the, the the absolute muscularity of how they can um work together um from from a playing standpoint um it is super important like jesus can 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 you point to any song like this is 
maybe one of the hardest ones to play. I mean, it's difficult to Would imagine you, maybe it's close, people but covering still. a lot of no means no songs, but this one is Never like, what are, what are they, what are they even fucking doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in terms of newbies, I would probably introduce obsessed to music nerds only. Uh, the, 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 yes. the the technical aspects of it, I think, yep. would probably appeal totally. to more people like that. Um, your casual listener may be less so. Um, and Kill Everyone Now, I think maybe it would turn people off. Yeah. Um, totally but good. I think, it, as I was saying, people there are people who really, really still just what they listen to in the in the 90s 90s is what they still listen to and i think that there is a lot of access for people who are into grunge i mean hate to say it but that whole movement um i I think there's a lot of ways into no means no through this song for people who Mm -hmm. like shit like that Mm -hmm. um some of which i like a lot of which i don't like because i was already into no means no when it came out (laughs) right you're already ahead of your time. Man, eh, just didn't <laughs> never really like Alice in Chains. Oh, yeah, me neither. Hey, that guy had a good voice. Yeah, yeah good voice, but... Yeah, he did. All right. Is it my turn? It's oh, your turn. I'm going to go quick as usual. Uh, are these songs representative of Kill Everyone Now? Hell yes. This is Rob at 110%, and it checks all the boxes for badassness with a slight bit of humor and passionate musicianship. Obsessed. Yes, this is too. I I, th- I think this is representative of them just to, because how, again, their musicianship, how they completely take a cool, complex piece and, and just match it with stellar musicianship and plenty of quirky bits to keep your mind interested. It's good stuff, good stuff. What about newbies? No, oh, newbies. Uh, I agree with Matthew. I would play Obsessed just because it's, it is what it is, and you don't have to pay attention to lyrics or have that be a part of the song. But just because it's your your eyeballs would be turning around when you're yeah. listening to it, it would be really entertaining. I think it, if you play if you play something yourself, especially right. Yeah, if you play yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, yep, exactly. And kill everyone now. Yeah, I, 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 again, like Matthew said, it might be like, wait a minute, what, what are you like? All right, <laughs> exactly. Do yeah. I have to call somebody? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I, I, I. I, I would play it just just to show how God it's just the thunder in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the kill everyone now. I think I wrote on the other one that like that, that's very much the same heavy degree as like Mary. Like they don't half ass that sound at right. all. Yeah, they and go like full, when you read balls. the book about how loud they were when they yeah. practiced, like I went, oh, I love that. I love yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. But. God, this this is just 11 yeah this is on 11 and it's great so yeah 12 or 13 yeah uh i'm gonna start with the newbie thing i agree with both of you i would play obsessed for people because i think it's fun mm-hmm. and fucking yeah. book is your ass off it also doesn't overstay it's welcome right like so if someone's not mm-hmm. into it it's right. not going to be going on for a long time i would never right. in a million years play kill everyone now for anyone i love that song i love it <laughs> but i'd never play that for someone i just wouldn't it's too it's too first of all too easy to misinterpret I think mm-hmm. it would give you the wrong impression of the band unless you already f- had some sense of them. Right. It's okay. too long for someone to introduce them to. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't wouldn't want to subject. Yeah. I, I mean, I would, or something? 
Yeah, I would play it for someone well into the catalog. Or to see but how loud a, your stereo can go. It's a, it's a deep cut that should be listened to once you understand the band a little. <laughs> once they've entered mm-hmm. into you, then it's brilliant. But it's not an it's not a newbie song. It's not your first taste. It's not the moosh boosh. Whereas obsessed, it's like fuck yeah, it's fun as hell. And to your point, if you play an instrument, you're listening to that and go like fuck, give me a break. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is this? That's not real. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking. Yeah. Your, that's fake. It's fake shit. It's not real. No one can play that bullshit. And then you tell them what year it was made. They're like fuck you. You can go to hell. It's not made in eighty five. Fuck you. So anyway, yeah. Um, eighty six. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Um, now, in terms of are they representative? Yes, they both are, I think, in different yep. ways. But kill everyone now, and, and again, in different ways. Now, that, I mean, it's interesting because, Matthew, I almost kind of agree with you that Obsessed maybe isn't, but it is in the sense of how complex and fucking engaging and interesting their, especially John's, compositions can be. And I think that does come through in a lot of the music. Oh, so I think it does. it is representative in that, in that way, that but it's sick. almost it's almost the distillation. And, and first... Actually, I think this is the first appearance of that, of John. I think this is where he first really let his flag fly. I can't, mm. there's not a song on Mama where this happens. There's not a song previous to this. This is where John really went, fucking hold my beer. I Come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is it. Let me show you what we can really fucking do. I, I know you can do. And he pushed the band too, right? That's another thing. Like, he pushed them way past their comfort zone. You could read, or we, we, Andy was telling us that they were both, him and Aunt Robert's like, fuck you, we can't do this. This is bullshit. Your, your hand, yeah. And yet yeah. he pushed them into it and they did it, right? They did it and they fucking killed it. So mm-hmm. I think that's also very much of No Marine Snow's Uber. They were always pushing each other into areas. So in a sort of meta way, I think it is and very pushing indicative. each other on their areas. Yeah, that's right. Pushing each other <laughs> on there. Well, oh, I want some bodies. Um, so I, and, and then, yeah, kill everyone now, both thematically in its own way. I think it's a pinnacle of that oeuvre of their, of the darkness. People talk oh, about the, no yeah, means no being very stuff. dark. Mm-hmm. I think that's overblown in some ways. I do think they're dark, but I think there's so much else about them. That's actually very, uh, uh, optimistically human in a very interesting way. They're sort. This is. They're like a. I don't know. The, the, you know, in that way of via negativa, that the way down is the way up. They like the by by how deep they bring you. They bring you somewhere higher. Look, Mary is a perfect example for that. Mm-hmm, right? Like very that's much so. right. Like that's the pinnacle of that side of it. This song is the pinnacle of. But there's also this really, really bad part of being human. And there's some of us that are really fucked. And I'm going to show you what that is. And I think that's the Slade part. And this is someone who's been deeply infected by the cancer of Slade. And it's deep in that. And I don't know, other than Dance of the Headless Bourgeoisie, I think this is a more successful song of that Mm. nature. Mm -hmm. I think this is their pinnacle of really being nihilistic. Because it also makes me be inside that person. I don't get to be comfortable on the outside. I have to be with them. And that's what makes it really uncomfortable for me. I, I, I'm in the passenger seat. I don't get to be outside the car. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's, it's that's tough. Scary it's scary, but it's important. That's art. But then there's a Dunkin' Donuts. But there's a Dunkin' Donuts. So don't worry about it. And get a fucking coffee and exactly. a donut. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh, look, a so, Tim Hortons. Yeah. So there's that. So I guess that's all I'd want to say. So now we got to vote. And Matthew, you get to cast our first vote of the evening. No, well, of this round. Yeah. yeah. Um, as I was saying, you know, I, I would probably listen to Obsess more often. Um, 
but I think I got to vote for Kill Everyone now because oh, of, of what it is and uh, kind of what it represents. Um, I think, again, Obsessed is a, um, it's incredible, incredibly, but I mean, uh, Obsessed is a widget, you know, it's, it's a, it's a gadget. It's something you can pick up and play with and like, look, oh, wow, it's so intricate and like, this is how it works and eventually you're going to put it down. <laughs> um Whereas Kill Every Room Now is something something else, and uh, it's not always what I'm in the mood for, but I think it is uh, important, and I think it is, um, yeah, a distillation of, of one of the poles of what No Means No is and wants Ooh. you to know about and think about. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Shit. All right, Strangey, where are you at? Well... I'm the person who's going to hold on to the widget, and I'm not going to let go. I'm totally voting for Obsessed. Nice. One of my favorites they ever wrote. God damn, I'm voting for that. But I I kind of had a feeling that this episode would be doing what's happening right now. I kind of think I know what's going to happen. I don't know, man. I, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm actually kind of torn. I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not as clear on this as you might think. This is, I, I could actually kind of go either way. Because I actually think both these songs, Obsessed is clearly the better song musically. It just is. It's a fucking, from a musicianship really? perspective. I'm so, oh, wow. okay. it, is, it is so tight and so unique and mm-hmm. so brilliant in that sense that it's hard for me to not choose it because it's so inventive in that way. But I am gonna vote for Kill Everyone now. I think oh, it's their I most. I think it. it's more important it. in their oeuvre, and I hate that. Right? Like I, I, I feel no, no, I can hear it's... Andy talking in my ear right now, just being like, "God no. damn it, you guys! Like, quit no, giving Rob's no. epics their push through." But I have no, to, man. It's just this is a. It's it's a, and this is my bias. I'm gonna say that right now. I am biased with words. I am. I am biased with it. I'm. I'm biased not just yeah. wor- with words. I'm biased with vocal performance. I'm biased mm-hmm. with what the voice of no means no any of them singing i'm biased about what that adds to a song and when a song is absent that there's something really fundamental that's absent doesn't make it obsessed is brilliant but but without the because no means no brings such a brilliance and otherness to their vocal performance when a song is absent to that up against a song that has it in such spades i can't pick that over the other because just for me, that is such a vital part of what makes them important and different as a band. There are bands I love, Estratosphere, Bungle, Secret Chiefs 3, that actually can play songs like Obsessed, that maybe even run circles around Obsessed in terms of intricacy. But Whoa. there's never any band that will surpass the vocal performance of Andy or Rob in the way they mm-hmm. sing. And so yeah. when I'm thinking about their songs and what means more to me... <laughs> I, I got to pick the one that includes that element, at least yeah. in this pairing. Do you want to ride on the scrambler or do you want to go for a walk in a very slightly, maybe dangerous windstorm <laughs> and rainstorm at night That's right. where That's a tree right. might fall on you and you might get cold and wet, I'm gonna but go for you're, the scrambler. it's exhilarating. 
But but yeah. obsessed and some bodies are brilliant, and I hate to fucking mm. not have them come back. They are both brilliant. I know. This is not yeah. easy. I, I think we should stop. This. I mean, I tried to make my case, but it's not. This is not easy. Well, back to the very to the very to the spoiler in the beginning. There is none of this means uh, right. anything. You no, all know that. I, I know. This is all it bullshit. It blows. It, it blows, blows, but it's no bullshit. Doesn't mean anything. We're wrong. I'm wrong. I know, but it's sure still blows. It's all subjective, and I clearly, as people listen to this, we each have our yeah. own. Widgets. Yeah. I totally figured the voting would happen I'm this way. I'm sure. I wasn't, and, and I, I was actually I, literally, though, I'm not being hyperbolic. I wasn't sure about my vote on the last one. I really neither wasn't. Neither was I. Neither was I. It was, it was close. Mm-hmm. It still could be a toss up, but different day I could feel differently. There have been days when I've been listening to these songs leading up to this, which there have been many months of this, two right. months, yeah. where I've gone like, oh, it's obsessed. Are you kidding me? Of course it's obsessed. Yeah. And then. I'd listen again and go like, oh, but I, yeah, okay. So <laughs> here we are. All right, folks. Well, well we did it. We, uh, we sang, put Mary up to the higher graces and some bodies gets to be remain in the earthly realm. Kill everyone now lives to kill another day and obsessed will have to become someone else's obsession. No means no thing is produced and edited by yours truly. Jordan Flato co-hosting and excellent, excellent, excellent podcast graphics are by Matthew Kowalik. Michelle Strangest is our third and everyone's favorite, especially Andy Kerr's favorite (laughs) co-host and official Foley artist. (laughs) Shout out to our official mascot, Teddy, Scritchies, Teddy. Teddy. Thank you to No Means No for the use of stock taking as our intro and outro music. This loneliness is a lie. This loneliness is a lie. Some of you oh, to hear our reactions to the what's the next what's the number of this 64? this was 62 so next okay, one's 63, 63 is next. Oh. All right. oh all right fuck Uh-oh. all right i, I don't know I, I mean i i'm excited about this one but i don't know that it's i don't, I don't know where you know guys what are i vote come, for i don't know where right you guys are when you come do down hmm. i know what i vote for when you do this part. so it's in the chat oh and this is another good one fuck Wow, this is going to be an interesting episode. This is a eclectic episode, I think, this next one. Wait, guys, I got to get the chat back. Where the fuck did it go? Get the chat. I like this. I'm excited about this one. It's going to be different. Where'd it, where'd it go? Oh. Uh... You got that? Hmm. Oh. Do you have your votes locked in? I don't yep. think I have my... I think I do no. have my votes locked in, but... I have to think about that. But um, I think I do. Yes, I, I do on one of them for already. sure. I do on one of them for sure. And the other one, I'm not so sure. Wow. All right. That's going to be an interesting episode. Uh, go by my gut. So keep listening, everybody. I think we've got some exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of months. I don't know when, but, uh, you know, as usual, stay tuned. And uh, also, uh, before I forget, I re- this is really Thanks important. for tuning in and thanks for coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really oh, yeah. want to make sure you remember... 
Fuck off. God. <laughs> Where's the stop button?